The Fake Show is brought to you by Threads of Envy, the law firm of Hutchison and Stefan, the Craft House Brewery, the Tone Factory Recording Studio, Moonshot.com T-shirt designs, and by Mr. Antenna. It's only a morning show. Hey, little woman, please make up your mind. Oh, yeah. got to. Ladies and gentlemen, let's give it up, shall we, for Mr. Bobby Sherman. Come on now. How you doing? Hey, How's everything? Very good. Oh, man, is it great to talk to you? Well, thank you for asking. I appreciate it. I got to tell you something. We were playing uh, some some of your greatest hits, and uh, we got to the uh, Hey Little Woman thing, and we're all going, you got to! <laughs> thing, it just sticks with you. You know, Well, we had... that was the first. I wouldn't have bet on Hey Little Woman if, if, if it was today. I'll be honest with you, because I really thought that we had done three um, three songs in that first session. And one of them was Easy Come, Easy Go. To, uh, the other two were Hey Little Woman and uh, La La La. And I said, hey, guys, release Easy Come, Easy Go. This is the one that's going to make it. And yeah. it did, and of course. Was, they said, <laughs> not, not a chance, Bobby. You got to! <laughs> <laughs> they said, but no, they wouldn't listen. And they're like, come on now! <laughs> nah, 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 nah. It's just so hot. Yeah, those were all additives after the fact. <laughs> Bobby, where did, uh, where did this session come from? Where were you at that point where they asked you to cut these tunes? Uh, let's see. I had just... Actually, I... Uh, done Here Come the Brides, started Here Come the Brides, and, and uh, where, you know, I, I had done a show called Shindig. Okay. Uh, for, oh, yeah. For two and a half years sure, where right. I couldn't get arrested uh, as far as records were concerned. Sure. Uh, but when I did Here Come the Brides, I didn't sing on Here Come the Brides, and Metro Media uh, uh, approached me and said, we'd like you to, uh, to, to do some uh, records for us. I said, hey, don't waste your money, guys. Um, it didn't happen before. Why is it going to happen now? So, well, yes. we'll take our chances. Well, who sang the title of the song for the, uh, the Seattle thing for Here Come the Bride? Well, uh, uh, nobody, actually. Really? It, was just, it was just a theme song. Oh, and then uh, Perry Como did, um, did the song on one of his albums. Huh. I did it on, on one of our albums. Isn't that weird? And it did. Mine, uh, mine went gold. I don't know how he did, but it was a hit. Yeah, but uh, there wasn't. Uh, there, no one actually sang the theme song, um, except they had kind of a chorus on the second year. They had someone uh, singing it, and that was it. Were you uh, hosting Shindig at that point? No, uh, Jimmy O'Neill was hosting. Jimmy, oh, that's um, right. I was just the house singer. I mean, anybody that couldn't do the show because they were out on tour or whatever uh, that particular week, they'd hand me the song uh, to kind of like so that we'd stay current as far as the the songs that were on the chart. That's so here's Bobby Sherman yeah. saying, I can't get no satisfaction. <laughs> but I had to do it. Touch me, baby. Sure. <laughs> I bet those were uh, pretty wild days. Who did you meet on Shindig that you uh, remember? If, you know, it would be much easier to say who I didn't meet. Really? Everybody that was anybody in the record business did that show. I think the only one that didn't do it was uh, Presley. Uh, the Beatles right? did it. The Stones did it. Um, uh, oh, you, man. The Beatles did it. Shindig. What a trip. Oh, so, yeah, you know, and they were paying me to do it. Yeah. It's like, uh, you know, hey, thanks, guys. And, and yeah. one of my real big uh, thrills out of that was when uh, Ray Charles did the show, oh, and um, he asked to meet me, and I uh, oh, went and met him, and he said, you know, I've been listening to the show, obviously, and um, and he, he said, I really uh, appreciate your voice. You really got a good voice, and I said, wow, yeah. thank you very much, sir, and that's I was a, like, you know, that's a hell of a compliment. Uh, oh, yeah. tell me. <laughs> that's so, the kind of thing that'd carry you for a few years. Oh, sure. oh it did. It yeah. definitely did. <laughs> so what were the Beatles like when you met them on the program? Well, it actually, I'll be honest with you, they did the show, but they did, they taped their segment right. in okay. England. Yeah, oh, okay. But everybody okay. now, but ask me about the Stones, because they were, you know, we literally were standing side by side when we did the show. Now that's a match uh, the Stones was, and Bobby uh, Sherman. It was, it was just a real, uh, the show itself, everybody, <laughs> like, you know, yeah, the, the no. Beach Boys and the original cast of the Beach Boys and yeah. everything else uh, the, mm. that, you know, uh, Sam Cooke was there and, uh, you know, did the, I think he was one of our first shows. 
I had the opportunity to meet everybody. Was uh, Brian Wilson still lucid back in those days? <laughs> or was he starting to go a little loopy? Well, as, as one could imagine. <laughs> <laughs> now, did any of those shows kind of turn over into uh, little parties afterwards? Always. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know what? We, we rehearsed Monday through Thursday, and then we would do the uh, dress rehearsal and uh, the final show on Fridays. So literally Monday through Friday... Uh, was a party anyway. Um, it was always ongoing, and I, my dressing room was right next to the Righteous Brothers. And I tell you, they—I uh, mean, they were the—they uh, should have been a comedy team as, really? as opposed to just singers, because they always had me on the floor and, and in stitches. And we had the best of times. And it was—it um, was—it was a constant party. And like I said, you get paid for something that you're having a party. Uh, uh, you know, it's, uh, hey, thanks, guys. And yeah. so how does it how does it compare to the later on when your uh, career took uh, took off and you became a real tiger beat victim? Well, <laughs> victim. Um, it was much different because of the fact that certainly my audience was much younger, much more impressionable. It was uh, it was my my life became much more guarded because I I really couldn't go any place yeah. uh, without, um, you know, having some difficulties. You um, were really the first uh teen you know the tv teen heartthrob thing you were the the first as i recall yeah well you know. it, it was pretty much that uh, the, the the monkeys uh again being the group they had that kind of um that they had that kind of impact right but as far as it hitting as as hard and fast as it did uh, you know for four years i literally i didn't know where home was because i was always on the road or i was doing here come the brides or a, a show we did called getting together it was constant, and um, I, I really didn't have much of myself um, to, you know, kind of sit back and, and enjoy and, and even uh, fathom what, in fact, had happened. Now, did this, did this predate uh, David Cassidy's, uh, oh, yeah. you know, oh, Pretty sure. much so, yeah. I, yeah. As a matter of fact, because the uh, pilot show that we did for Getting Together was done as a spinoff from the Partridge family. Oh, perfect. So the Brides was pretty much, uh, you know, we were, we were pretty much ready to go off the air, and I was some time that they, we were off the air, and they, they uh, Screen Gems came to me and said, we've got a show called Getting Together we'd really love for you to do, and we're going to spin it off the Partridge family. So uh, I did that, and then we were on the, of course, uh, Getting Together was only on for 15 weeks because we were up against All in the Family, yeah. so, oh. which didn't help because I, you know, oh, I, I would go home. Since I knew what Getting Together was all about, I'd go home and I'd watch All in the Family because I thought it was a good show. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you, were, you were such a good role model. Uh, i got to tell you, nowadays, uh, my stepdaughter has Tupac Shakur in her wall, and I, kept t- I keep taking the poster down putting yours up there, but she, she removes it. I don't know what it is. doesn't get it. <laughs> just... Well, I think, again, I think there was a responsibility there because, like I said, the my audience was so very young and, and impressionable, and I, you know, I think I could have, you know, led them astray if I wanted to. So, any time between yeah. articles and, uh, and concerts, and all, I, you know, I didn't advocate drugs or politics. Right. Or sex. I mean, it was just basically, Ooh. you know, the proverbial love-in <laughs> kind of thing. Keep it as clean as possible, and I got, you know, tons of mail from parents saying thank you so much for helping me bring up the kids. Kind yeah. of thing. And just uh, like me, you got lots of girlfriends, <laughs> too, yeah. didn't you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, by, by the time they got <laughs> hey, of age, sure. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but did you have a lot of groupies that were old enough? Or oh, any? sure. Yeah, uh, okay. Again, it was, you know, it's real hard to, because, uh, well, nowadays it's, it's it's even probably more difficult to, to to decide, you know, how old somebody is. But, you know, back then, I mean, to, to, to say, well, okay. you know, you, you're very cute and, and, and very desirable. And I'm like, please, can you show me some ID? Yeah. Right. Um, <laughs> so it, it, it was always very difficult. You don't want to just say, hey, you look 14. What the hell? Yeah. Right. yeah. <laughs> what, what have I got to lose? That's great. <laughs> well, so uh, getting together, uh, the, who else was on the show that we might know? 
Oh, boy, well, uh, Pat Carroll, who is a, a, oh, a terrific character sure, actress. Sure. Um, uh, Jack Burns was a cop uh, that oh, played yeah. on the way. Uh, Susan Nero was, I don't know where she is today. Uh, Wes Stern, who had done a lot of uh, episodic television, things like that. I don't know where he is today. Yeah. But that was pretty much it. It was a little ensemble kind of thing. And yeah, it, was, it was a cute <laughs> show. It, 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 it did. Actually, we really did very well. It's just the problem was that the, the adults were down in the living room watching All in the Family with right. the little black box on the back of the well, TV sure. set that was taking the ratings. And the kids, which outnumbered the parents, were up, up in their room watching a black and white with no little black box on the back. And um, and we outnumbered them. And oh, uh, when we were taken off the air, uh, there was a flood of fans that were down at the television station sending mail, all that kind of stuff, saying, don't you dare. And, yeah. you know, we still got axed. But sure. it was okay. <laughs> I, I didn't really mind. I think I needed the rest. Tell them what you're doing now. Well, uh, I, I am It's a labor of love, actually. I haven't really changed horses. It's a little too late for me to, to do that. But uh, So I'm still, we've got... I'm still in the business as far as I'm concerned, but I've been able to uh, put a great deal of my time into the what's called EMS, which is Emergency Medical Services. Isn't so, that wild? For wow. the last nine and a half years, I've been uh, a medic, and uh, <laughs> and for the past four and a half years, I've been with the Los Angeles Police Department as wow. a medical training officer, teaching officers uh, first aid and CPR. Now, what do they think when Bobby Sherman walks in for the training session? You get a hard time with that. <laughs> uh, with some officers uh, and with other officers, no. It's generally with the, some officers. It's like, hey, my mom told me that. <laughs> you know, kind of thing. And it's like, uh, uh, it's kind of over their head. But there are some officers that love to uh, to kind of rub it in. But it's okay. It's, it's all in. It's all in fun. And if you go out a, a to save time. anybody, it's like, hey, little woman, yeah, please I, open I, your eyes. I try. Would you ever consider uh, doing the comeback thing uh, if you were approached? Well, as a matter of fact, uh, we've got a, a book that's coming out in October. Uh, we've got a music video that actually I did for the for the department called Thin Blue Line that's uh, very pro, uh, you know, law enforcement kind uh -huh. of thing. And, and uh uh, 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 VH1 and MTV wants to uh, to run it because it is going to be a PSA. All the money is going to go to the memorial fund for the, uh, the department, and um, and also we got some CDs that are out with KTEL that are doing extremely well, and so the fans must be out there. So there is some talk about me getting out there. Um, KTEL we'll uh, is done. KTEL's done a really good job repackaging those too. I have, oh, you have a chance to see them. I hope. Oh, um, yeah. Too, yeah it, it's really what they did is they took the albums. And, and in a sense, shrunk them down to CD size, yeah, but right. exactly the same as it was back in uh, in the 70s. They did a real nice and, job with it. Yeah, and and they they remastered it so it really is clean as far as the uh, the quality is concerned. But they really did the albums just like it was back then. Yeah, and it, uh, I, I'm very proud of it. it they're not the uh, they're not the KTEL that we knew growing up and joked about. Yeah, they're, exactly. Uh, That's that was my I was biting my nails when the deal came down, sure, and I right. said, again, gee, it sounds great, but but then but when they started putting them out. Uh, they put four out. They actually want to put out another one again because it's doing so well. And, and I, I was very proud. I'm very happy to hand them out when I when I go places because uh, it is. Um, I think th they really did a, a top notch job. Yeah, so I'm very Bobby, proud. And here come the brides. You worked with uh, David Soul, and this yeah. was this was before Starsky and Hutch. Where was his head at uh, during those days? Well, uh, David and I got along really good. I, David definitely wanted to be a singer. I mean, he's. In fact, I think there was a little bit of, uh, of uh, a difficulty because all of a sudden, and, and I had a plan on it, but all of a sudden it happened, and anything that I sang kind of like went to instant gold, and yeah. I, you know, I, I don't get it, but bottom line is it was something that David very, very much wanted to, to be a, a, a hit you know, singer, 
And so he was trying a lot. In fact, he even came into my studio. We tried a couple of, of ideas and all that. And he had a, a really good voice. And I said, you know, I think it's just a matter of time, David. And then it was, that was, I was actually right because it, it, it took the show, uh, you know, Starsky and Hutch, for him to get some that kind of impact that he was able to, to put up. That uh, I saw David about a year ago, but I've seen a lot of the other cast members from Here Come the Brides, uh, not actually because of the book. Um, I, I've kind of run into them and, and uh, rekindled old friendships yeah, and all that. But cool. David, I haven't seen for quite a while. And um, uh, again, you know, he's um, he's always doing something. He's always you know keeping busy. But <laughs> hey, listen, Bobby, this has been so much fun. Will you come to Vegas next time? Will you stop in the studio with us? Uh, no doubt about it. And also, uh, when the book comes out, they're going to do a book tour. And I know I'll be going through uh, Vegas uh, to, uh, to, you know, nice. and I'll, I'll definitely stop in there. In fact, oh, I'll be good. there on the 20th because we've got this what's called Baker to Vegas with all law enforcement. Oh, that's right. Uh, they're doing that 125-mile uh, relay race. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah I'm great. in charge of the uh, medics on that uh, on that oh. venture, so um, I'll be cool. in Vegas on the 20th, but uh, I'll be busy. Believe <laughs> me, we'll have a lot of old teenagers gathered around the studio ready to meet, greet you. <laughs> that sounds good. In the I'll, meantime, I'll bring we, my wheelchair. In the meantime, we've got <laughs> some Bobby Sherman CDs to give away, and you, uh, you're you just as nice a guy as we heard you were. How well, about Ken that? and Jim, I do appreciate I've really enjoyed the interview, and uh, thanks very much. And to, and to all your listeners, God bless, and take care of business. Thanks, right, Bobby. Bobby. Thanks a lot. Listen to The Fake Show anywhere on SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, and thefakeshow.com.